back. Sans, uh, the two people who really keep this podcast together. (laughs) Any semblance of structure, gone. (laughs) The boys are back in town. Welcome to the Wildcast. We're going to lean heavy on you here, Justin, because you're Uh, you're the guy right now. I'm the guy? I'm the guy. You got to keep us in line, all right? Because otherwise, I'm going to go fucking crazy. You won't like me when I'm crazy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Summary time, if you will. Sure. The battle continues. The gang are separated now, each fighting individual battles. Chopper and Zoro manage to defeat their opponent, but Robin struggles to fend off a divine commander, and Luffy gets eaten by the world serpent. Meanwhile, (laughs) back on the Mary, Eneru suddenly appears, quickly defeating Sanji and Usopp. When Gonfall questions his appearance, he says... I simply wanted to say goodbye. What this means, we don't know. But we'll find out eventually, I guess. Anyway. So, uh... We, the battle the battle royale has begun. <laughs> it's great. The ring is ever is getting smaller. Yeah, the milky ring is getting tighter and tighter as Eneru chokes the life out of his victims and blast them into oblivion Jesus choking fuck. you mean deep frying did you see sanji and Usopp? yeah they uh and uh that uh that one shan- shan- yeah, guy, that guy gets murked uh how do you guys feel about the episodes uh this is my second time watching it so i feel like i was a little bored because it was recently but uh we got nothing but fights for the most part so that feels pretty good for shonen no, there was a, there was a ton of fight scenes, and it was uh like like there was a lot of good choreography when it came to the actual characters. My only gripe with the, the these episodes so far was literally when it came to like the goons fighting each other. Because in like the episodes, they in like the same episode, they like cut away to like the fighting happening, and they use the exact <laughs> the same, same animation. One. <laughs> I noticed that too. <laughs> Where it's like it's literally copy paste. Like it's like, eh, they won't notice. Like don't don't just throw it in. Save time, save money. We don't need to animate a new whole fight scene. Like just just throw in a couple little uh, you know little shits. Yeah, he went <laughs> copy my homework, but change it a little. Except he forgot <laughs> to change it a little. Exactly. <laughs> I guess we could start with Zoro versus Braum. Pretty cool fight, in my opinion. I think I might add this to my list of favorite episodes because um, this is where Zoro introduces one of his new moves, uh, how to fight from range. Uh, and I love it because I just love the way it sounds in Japanese. And yeah, the 36 uh, pound Phoenix dope. Or, yeah, that was, that was wild. I, I was, I was hope- wondering when he was going to get a ranged attack like thing because like he's been lacking that for a while. I love the name of this uh, attack Sanjuroku Pondoho! Yes, that's my weeb moment for the day. Uh, golf clap for the weeb for the weeb golf clap. That was a thing. Yes, <laughs> uh, I always found it interesting. It's more interesting now, but it, it still piques my interest throughout the series. How Zoro is clearly an atheist here. He's more agnostic than atheist. Maybe, maybe that's more accurate. Like, atheist is like no, they don't exist. While agnostic mm-hmm. is like I don't really care. And yet he is so influenced by. Um, I guess Buddhist, a Buddha, would it be Buddhism? Because he's really inspired by like Path of Ashita. He seems to follow more of like the the samurai way, mm. versus like I don't I, like I see the hints of Buddhism, but he doesn't. It, it doesn't really stick for me. It, it, it resembles more of like like the uh, I'm trying the Bushido, like okay. like that 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 moral compass code, mm-hmm. where it's it's not really godly necessarily, but it's more about like your fighting spirit. Yeah, I mean. Uh... 
Vivi always called him Mr. Bushido, so yeah. <laughs> I feel like she knew she was pretty in tune with his character. So we have Zoro showing off this new move. I love it. It only gets better. I love the sound of it. Love the way it works. It's great. Uh, he's fighting Brom. Uh, this dude has uh, fucking machine gun pistols with fucking strobe lights on them. <laughs> flashbang pistols. Yeah, he has he has pistols with flashbangs on the end that n- have infinite ammo. For a guy whose mo- main focus is ranged attacks, he sure sucks at shooting. <laughs> well, look, the uh, the basket on his head protects him from his own flashbangs, but also <laughs> doesn't help very good for aiming. <laughs> I-, I do also want to go, like go back to the cannon bit when he said that he's like, I have a cannon here, and I'm sitting there thinking like, Yeah, you're right. Your arms are cannons. Yeah, <laughs> that, that dude's biceps are bigger than my head. They can't let Zoro on planes. I, I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't go even more ham on the animation for the Phoenix. Because it was kind of like more like a still frame when they, like, mm-hmm. they showed that happening. If it was moving more, I feel like it would have been that much cooler. But like I understand why they didn't. Mm-hmm. But like it was just like one of those things where I was like, oh, it would have been so much cool if they went a little bit more into like like because you could see that with the, with these fights how much more emphasis they went into like like unique animations versus just using the standard Dragon Ball Z slash 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 then move to another location slash 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 you know what I mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like I, I was kind of bummed that it was like a, a freeze frame technically of like the the hit going in instead of like an actually flowing thing. You know, which is like the reason why, like, I love Demon Slayers. Like, they don't do that whole like anime typical battling each other ridiculously and then cutting to that one swick freeze frame slash. Like, I was kind of hoping for that, but then again, at the time, that wasn't really popular for animation, from what I understand. Um, if it makes you feel any better, it does suck that uh, its debut was less than satisfactory for I guess maybe both of us, um, in that particular regard, but. Uh, this does become a regular move. So it does redeem itself later on, I assume? I, I don't want to say yes, because, like, I definitely don't... Like, animation is one of those things that, like, goes over my head. I just don't mm-hmm. have, like, an eye or, like, super interest for that, unless it's, like, garbage. Um, I, I want to say, hopefully, uh, this move eventually redeems itself for you down the line. Okay. I mean, like, I, I kind of hoped it would, because I feel like it's, like, you know, like, kind of like with, like, the other moves that he uses, like, it's gonna, it's gonna reappear, except for that crab kill. That, I'm sad that that'll <laughs> never come back. That was the coolest kill he's had so far. Yeah, we won't see that again. That's an insta-kill move. Luffy obviously has his re- reoccurring attacks, but, like, they're all basically the same. Nothing really changes about it as far as, like, animation-wise. Yeah, like um, the spearhead, the, the axe, the, yeah. the hammer, the, the, the bazooka. It's all variations of punch kick. Uh, <laughs> Zoro gets one really creative because uh, you know, get like little sprinkles of like new stuff slash um, rarer moves thrown in here and there. But he does have like a common move set for the most part. Aren't, aren't they all named after animals now that I think about it? In hindsight, yes. For the for most, most part, part like yeah. Oni, Onigiri, which I mean, technically, it's I a mean, demon. If you wanted to make, yeah, if you wanted to go stretch it a little bit, you could easily just be like beast monster thing, right? Close enough, not that far off. But yeah, pretty much, I think just about every one of his moves so far has had a name, uh, animal name incorporated in, yeah, or except for the trap. Or was it Tiger Trap, the one that he used? Tiger or Trap just- that he just used in this, yeah, he used in this episode too. The, the only thing I can think of off the top of my head that doesn't is his, like, Thousand Worlds move that he tried on, um, what's his name, Mihawk. True. That's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head that doesn't. Actually, speaking of, uh, speaking of crazy moves, uh, we, we get 
uh robin's insta kill move again that like that doesn't kill people because it's one piece that dude's neck and back and all of his joints are just ruined forever all because he disrespected the land yeah (laughs) i have never once understood how like posts alabasta posts joining the crew how robin has never killed a single person that like we we don't know anyway like no one dies and so you know they're dead like you know i was gonna i was gonna say we know she's killed tons of people yes but not since joining the crew she did it when she was eight (laughs) yeah she like murdered 20 boats worth of people like when she was eight just got in the grand line (laughs) do we know if she's not from the grand line uh i don't we currently do not know uh her backstory does get touched on uh i personally came in answer for some of the grand lines i just wasn't paying attention but uh, we'll find out Rather, rather soon, actually. Soon TM, quote-unquote. Because um, it's always interesting seeing, like, these new characters that we meet. Like, where did they come from? Because it's, like, it, it's not out of the, you know, out of the ordinary for people to be from the Grand Line, like, such as Alabasta. Right, so Robin's never killed people since joining the crew, which is absolute bullshit. That goat boy went snap. No, what'd she say? Was it Twist? She said is Twist. A, yeah, I think she, I think it's it's something Flurry, Twist. Florice Twist? Yeah, just like, like say Flower floor, Twist or something like say that. Say Flower, like, Six Flower Twist or something like that. Was something it's not, was it French or it's both it's uh it's, it's French usually for fluid the numbers of like I guess body parts she's sprouting is usually in Spanish and I want to say there's usually another language that pops up here and there sometimes was usually just like Spanish French she's just like casually flexing her historical <laughs> knowledge <laughs> for I'm real. realizing this is from six six hundred ten SC yeah. <laughs> Um, I guess the next time we can talk about is uh, Luffy versus Wiper. I was incredibly frustrated at the fact that not a single fucking redirected cannonball hit Wiper. That man just stood still. I'm just like, Luffy, please. I don't think Luffy can aim it, though. It almost felt like Luffy didn't want to hit him. No, I, Luffy wanted to kick the shit out of him, I think I Luffy think. prefers his hands and feet over yeah, a cannonball. Yeah, he prefers to throw hands. <laughs> figuratively and literally Mm -hmm. i love the moment too because like he does it wiper shoots him one time and then luffy goes idiot you won't be able to do that (laughs) and then we cut away and like 10 minutes later in the episode we come back and wiper fires two more and luffy's (laughs) sitting here like that i already told you that doesn't work and then wiper goes hmm i guess this won't work yeah i guess you're right (laughs) better use the fuck giant flamethrower oh yes fucking burn bazooka oh beautiful it's it is really up there for it, it was our, very reminiscent of enaru's super god lightning power it is because they just they just turn it into a singular like beam of energy which uh comes to a head for me in like the last episode or second to last whichever one kamikiri fights and i believe it's the last one for us where he just gets a fucking lightsaber <laughs> <laughs> and they, and it's that one's not even a a flame throwing dial. It's called a breath dial. Yeah, the breath dials are pretty interesting. Like when when they started introducing with the like hot to, or no, what was the culture? That one was a flavor dial. <laughs> yeah, I know. there there's a couple in there. There's flavor no, dial. Yeah, they have four. What, what I'm curious about is is does the flavor dial have a practical use outside? That's of- what I want to know. Like, 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 just seeing how what they used it for use farts. Like, I, like, my first thing is like, of course, a thirteen-year-old would use it for that. But then, like, seeing like, I'm like, I was like, what are the practical uses of these? Like, we know these all come from practical uses. 
what is the flavor dial used for? Is like Gordon Ramsay like going like, <laughs> like- <laughs> Sky Ramsay's sitting there with oregano in it. Hear me out. What if Skypeans invented like smell vision? Like, what if they have that smell vision? So, like, if you went to a movie theater and they handed you 3D glasses, and then <laughs> yeah. also like there was a thing and like a there was like a little tube in front of you that like wafted sense into you mm-hmm. <laughs> or it's yeah. like at, there'll be like a prompt on the the movie theater screen it's like press dial number one and you just like get a whiff of like chocolate or some shit or whatever is going on <laughs> i thought you were gonna say they invented scratch and sniff <laughs> <laughs> uh, all these scratch and sniff products just have mini flavor dials in them oh my god really tiny flavor dials I really need to know what they do with that in real in reality. Like I, I it, Sky Fieri, like just Sky Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> he went to Flavor Town, but he couldn't bring back anything else, so he invented dials to transport flavor oh spread God. across the oh, land. That makes sense. Someone, someone, please draw that for us. Like, draw a one-piece Guy Fieri <laughs> with a Skypean wings. Please. It would be better if it was in the form of, like, a wanted poster. Oh, yeah. Oh. Put it, make it on a wanted poster, Wanted, too. dead or alive, Sky Fieri. Sky D. Fieri. Sky <laughs> D. Fieri. My God. Because, come on, he has the will of D with of his tongue. Of course he does. <laughs> he might as well have the god tongue, too, from, uh, what, from Food Wars. Actually, um, on the on the topic of other dials, though, uh, who was it? What's his name? Kadatsu, uh, weird arm guy. The, the guy who's just so fucking stupid. He he <sighs> has this like one handed off comment, and we'll get to the fight later. But he has this one handed off comment where he mentions that jet dials are extinct. So does that mean like I know they're in the shapes of shells, but I always just assumed that was like an artistic touch like they just did that because i sure make all the dials look like shells Mm -hmm. but do the do the dials come from like snails they just like rip the snail out eat it and then like they take the dial and they make it be the case like especially with like maybe they hunted it to death almost that's what i'm thinking now i i just assumed that like the the dials looking like shells was an artistic touch because everything looks like a beach in Skypea, like up. normal Skypea. Bigger brain theory. Mm-hmm. Snail chat, right? You know, the snail communications on the yeah. blue sea. Mm-hmm. Are they of the same lineage oh. of the fucking dials? Well, if we're operating under the assumption that dials come from living animals in the first place, I can believe that. Mm. So... So moving back to earlier what we were talking about with the wiper with the dial, I loved how they actually finally show the dial in his like palm, like how it's like not just like this microscopic shell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like I really appreciate that where you could see like the outline of it as like oh yeah. there it is on his <laughs> Sasuke yeah, that, arm. That's what I wanted the entire like when we learned that they were using dials instead of like this wasn't just mantra power. I I wanted that like because they showed those flashbacks of like. Especially Satori, the Satori fight. They went, oh, so that's what he used to hurt Luffy and uh, the rest of us. And it, like, flashback to him. And I feel like at that point it would have been appropriate to go, like, oh, yeah, there was, like, a little, uh, there's, like, a little outline in his glove that we didn't see before. But, like, now in this flashback, it's like, huh. But now that we're actually focusing on these dial combats, it's we can actually see it. Yeah, so it's like, nice. before dial fighting was, like, unheard of, so why would we know to look for it? 
Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if if because we didn't see it in his palms like before, like what if they did sneak it in the animation beforehand and we just didn't see it? Like that would have been a Unlikely. big brain move. But, but uh, yeah, agreed. Unlikely, but like what if? Like, it would be, but I, they didn't. I, I also wanted to uh, touch back real quick because I forgot to mention this when we were talking about the Zorro, the Zorro fight. Mm-hmm. That fucking part when he gets shot in the leg and he like lands on the ground, the blood just spurts Bro, out his leg. Fall damage? Oh, God. Yeah. That looked so painful. <laughs> that yeah. man was hurting. It's then immediately ignored, but it was fun <laughs> while it lasted. Right. Because, you know, bullets don't do anything. He walked it off real good. Okay, I think we can move on to Chopper versus Gadatsu. Poor sad boy Chopper! He's straight up not having a good time. He's running from the 50 divine guards, and then he outruns them only to find the gorillas fighting. And then he runs back, and then suddenly he's just in the middle of the two ar- the two arch enemies fighting. <laughs> and he's sitting there, and he's got like the eight foot long wavy tongue, and he's like, ah! <laughs> He's just not having any of it. Um, before we get to the fight, I want to talk about this one moment right before the fight. Where uh, Gadatsu is talking to his one of the one of the divine soldiers, and he's like a Tanuki, and the guy's like, no, 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 it's a Shaw hat. Look, <laughs> I lost my shit. <laughs> like the the when, soldier when he goes him a raccoon dog. That's yeah. when I lost my shit. I'm like, this dude doesn't know what animals that's a running are. Beat. That's that's a running joke. It, it's Japanese. You'll see it all the time. My favorite moment was the divine soldier says, "Look at this photograph." And please, audience members, meme that shit. We all know the the fucking Nickelback meme I'm talking about. You know the one. Look at this I, need I need it. Every I time it, it makes me laugh. <laughs> Look at this graph. I need it. I saw that. I was like, yo, this is like same frame. Like just you could. They're interchangeable. This is the same photo. This I don't is see any same difference energy. Here. Oh, that that that's all I wanted to mention. That that uh, that had me. Rolling. I did not think of that. This is before that song even. Yes. What if what if Nickelback got the idea from One Piece? <laughs> uh, Chad Kroger, if you're out there listening to this podcast, I need you to confirm this. We know you First are. First rap god, now this. <laughs> uh, so actual fight. What do we think about it? My favorite part about this uh, quote unquote fight. Chopper, after having spent so much time with Zoro, is does a Zoroing. When he put his arms together like Goku does, I was like, no. Yeah, it, it did kind of look like he was going to Kamehameha wave too. Don't worry, Chopper's not going to find any Kamehameha waves or anything like that. That's just but he happened. posed for it. He was in the air, facing down at him, getting charged, <laughs> saying, Kame, close foot. Kame, cross hoof. Fucking Chopper juked the shit out of this dude. <laughs> but uh, I just, I, I find it comical that like Chopper becomes like mini Zoro in this fight. Dude, Chopper's growth for that, just that, that whole aspect of like watching him get the shit kicked out of him and like finally getting that fighting spirit in him, like, oh. Like, yes, hang out with Zoro more. Get more of that fighting spirit. Become a man. Become a pirate that we can depend on. Um, all right. Anything else we want to talk about before we move on or anything like that? No, I think we could probably move on to uh Enaru now. Yeah, so Enaru uh Whole has, man. has a lot of presence here. Not much screen time, I think, except for last episode. But a whole lot of presence. 
But even with the screen time that he does have, like it, it reveals so much. Like mm-hmm. the fact of how mm-hmm. I already know what kind of devil fruit he has. He has the same one as like Smoker, Crocodile, and so on. That's why he's able to survive a spear going through his fucking head. Ah, yes. Logia's fair and balanced. <laughs> fucking flexing on Kamakiri. He's like, yo, I'm going to sit here for five minutes. You got all the free shots you want, but the second five minutes are done. You, you go and learn. He has the same sort of control over that power as as like most people we've seen so far but it seems better even like he has like ultimate control over this because normally when we get this like i've shoved a i've shoved a foreign object through you in order to kill you oh just kidding it went straight through me like normally you get like that little particle effect around that's like oh i'm made of sand idiot or i'm made of smoke idiot like you Mm -hmm. can't hurt me and like you get like that little bit of rippling it's like hey you see it but like when he shoves that spear through his head it looks like he's just pierced straight through his skull and gone out the other side there's none of that like little i you know whatever effect until he decides he wants to electrocute the fuck out of him give him a little discharge my only reason or theory for why it is is because lightning is not a physical property that's the reason why it doesn't show as much while it's a much more instantaneous occurrence right versus not like persistent sand or like smoke like right. like where it's like a plume of it well like lightning's like you, you can almost like not you can't see electricity like running through like your wires and shit like that's what my my assumption is is like why it's like like at first it's like so like unnoticeable but like I'm just sitting there like when I saw that spear go through his head, I just thought of that scene from Deadpool. <laughs> you know, where like you know, he's like like has like the weird like cause his brain's all fucked up with the knife yeah. in it. I was oh. like, oh my god, there's gotta be a bit somewhere that someone made where it's like just Deadpool talking, <laughs> but it's with Enaru instead. <laughs> that's 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 good. I like that. No, Enaru was oh god, watching him like like when he fucking murked Sanji off screen. I'm starting to I, I'm starting to like Enter. At first, I wasn't like sure if I was gonna like him, but like now, like he's actually showing off like his like his capabilities and shit like that. I'm like saying like, ooh, like this is pretty. This is pretty good. Enteru at one point was one of my favorite villains when I was doing my first watch through of uh, One Piece uh, when I wasn't fully caught up and everything like that. One because I just love lightning based um, attacks powers. I will complain to the ends of the earth that lightning powers are the best, but they are wasted on that one character from Demon Slayer. Yep. That guy's a fucking he, annoying he, cunt. Okay, okay. If that entire series gets animated, I promise you, he will. It's too late. He's irreparably no, damaged. No, no, no. I, I promise you. I, I, I read the manga. For anyone who doesn't know, Demon Slayer, the manga's finished. It's a great read. Go watch really? it. Really? It's finished. Read everything except the last chapter. Last chapter is going to rub you the wrong way. But it's great. I swear to God, I love it. It's one of the best things I've ever done in my life reading and it's watching. Like, so I feel like annoying. it's one of those shows where it's, it might be actually better to watch it in the animation because of how Demon Slayer did it so flawlessly. That, that studio, OP. The uh, Demon Slayer movie, Infinity Train, Mugen Train, waiting for that shit for US release in like a, hopefully end of the month, maybe. But no, yeah, like, like, like when it comes to like lightning animations, like it, it's just like lightning powers, like in anime, are just like so fucking cool most of the time. Like, there's some, some of them times where like they're just like fucking awful looking. Looks like, at Denki from fucking My Hero Academia. I hate it. He has the coolest power, but he has the worst application. Who? The, the lightning guy from uh, My Hero. Who, like, if he uses it too much, he, like, fries his brain and becomes stupid for a few hours. But also, oh, he yeah. can't aim his power. He has to, like, strategically set up, like, metal plates and shit like that. He's such a... Uh, sorry. Lightning-based <laughs> characters are bad. This is an example sad. of a really good one, though. 
and that's the problem with lightning like in anime it's like it's like it can either be really fucking cool or really fucking dumb <laughs> like <laughs> it just sets up for like the best stuff like you have one of my favorite parts of these episodes is is like a two second thing where Eneru appears on the boat and he's he's already murked Sanji and then Usopp stands up to him because he's trying to be a brave warrior of the sea instead of panning to either Usopp or Eneru the camera goes to Nami's eye where you see a reflection of Eneru and then suddenly just he's just blink of lightning and then and Usopp being zapped that I just I, I saw that and I was like oh that's that's pretty cool i <laughs> i like this shot a lot i like this creative decision that we've that, made here i feel like that's like where it kind of comes in line with like what i was saying earlier where it's like with lightning it's like like a lot of animation they don't represent how fast lightning actually is and like or like the you know like just like how fast like electricity can be and like just like like the, like this one is like one of the good examples of lightning where it's like it's showing the true speed it's almost damn near instantaneous like yeah. that's why you know like Demon Slayer did so well with his uh I forgot the kid's name. Um you know, for his like where it's like it was like a flash. That's how it should look. Like that's yeah. how fast it should be. That that was one my one gripe with like Sasuke's power. Naruto is like where it's like that that slow lightning effect, you know what I mean? Where it's like slowly coming out, or in like animation where they try to emphasize like how like how cool the lightning goes across. Like sure it looks cool, but like it doesn't hit nearly as good as a quick lightning flash, like quick ability, like showing the raw speed of lightning and taking advantage of that, like, you know, use. That's why uh, the better use of lightning in Naruto is the uh, is the cloud uh, uh, A and B. Speaking of lightning, I want to touch about Eneru's uh, like na- attack names or whatever. Uh, I think the only one we saw was like a uh, one million volt or bolt Vadi. It was a million volt Vari that he uses on uh, the guy, the Kamakiri. That was his name, right? I, I always find it funny when it comes to like electricity, like whenever they like they, they try to show the scaling of it. Everyone uses volts instead of amps. And it's, it's, yeah. For me, it's like one of those like weird nerdy things where it's like you could have a bazillion volts go through. You won't kill you. It's one amp will stop your heart. <laughs> I think uh I think the common man just vibes a little easier with No, I know Volt sounds amps. better. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but it's just like one of those things where it's like anyone who knows anything about electricity is just like but but volts are, are When you harmful. think amps, you think like music and then like sound waves and that's different. So right. people just go electricity volts, sure. <laughs> right. So uh the word vadi is the Japanese onomatopoeia for the sound electricity mix. Uh, someone wrote that it's comparable to huh. the sub that I watch had that little uh, that little blurb there actually really yeah it had like one of those little like footnotes where in the subtext of the uh, you know the subtitles it went mm-hmm. body is a is a like the sound effect used for uh, electricity or lightning I always love it when they do that in like a what's it called like, like manga and anime where they should like tell you like those like interesting words and everything like that like well, like what they actually mean yeah because then i don't have to listen to justin say it <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> so going back to andrew we we spoke about how logias are broken and how he's specifically super busted um i guess I think we should delve into about uh his like monologuing that he's performed over the course of these like two three episodes or whatever mm-hmm. uh i guess start with the ship he mentions how like he, he alludes to like his big plan 
what he's planning on doing with Jai, and he's talking about like, oh, you like simple Skypeans, you Shandorians, like you're so like ignorant. You have no idea about like the true value of uh like this like the upper yard and the reason that like blue people blue sea people keep coming up here and it's like it's gold there's a bunch of gold up here like you know fucking pseudo el dorado up here is gold conductive i believe gold is very conductive actually that may have something to do with the final fight uh yeah or just whatever his like big plan is because he's now he has a plan we don't know what it is but it would make sense that it has to do with this giant gold city it will come into play I'll, I'll, I'll give you that little tidbit it will come into play in, a, in my opinion in a weird way um funny enough like, like enter is slowly becoming like my second favorite villain like like just with like favorite. his his composure like i always love those like stoic like villains and everything like that and like like uh shows where they, they know they're powerful versus like those ones who are just obnoxious like bellamy it's kind of interesting too because in the first few episodes we even see Eneru, they kind of make him look like just a like a man child i guess (laughs) he just kind of like sits there and like spouts nearly nonsense while he gets hand-fed food i i just it it got that vibe that he's just like he's more childlike than he let on and then these episodes kind of hit you with oh wait no he's like he's got plans and he's got he's got brain well, like the reason I think the reason why he was yeah, he's he's able to think so childlike is because he's so powerful. It's almost like looking at like if you were to actually physically see the Greek gods, would they be doing anything important? No. And so, like seeing them, like you know, seeing him like in that state, acting like a god, you would assume a god would was fairly in character, in my opinion. Like, like it, it, like sure, yeah, it's like man childish, but it's like it's more like why would I not be living a life of luxury? I'm a god. I, I do want to talk about Hotori and Kotori mm-hmm. a Can, little bit. Why do we have I to? Okay, them. good. Okay, yeah. I hate no. them so much. I hate I, that they I brought didn't... that bit, and they like. I hate them, and I was yeah. so glad when <laughs> Nami almost crushed them with the strength of her thighs and blasted them away with the gauntlet. I don't know whose creative decision this was, <laughs> but Nami like wholeheartedly shoves her entire crotch in this guy's face. To add more insult to injury, when she's like flying away after the blast, like it starts from the view of her crotch, and I'm yes. like, really? It starts like, well was that when necessary? she's when she's going in, it does it, and then it comes out, it does it. S- someone who works at fucking he- like hentai corporation, was like, <laughs> yeah, somebody somebody something. snuck in a few panels from like Rule Thirty Four there or something, <laughs> and like I was like, uh, bro, somebody was on one that day. <laughs> somebody gave it somebody got slipped like an extra 200 or something for like just to th- to get that in there i don't know who was whose thought that was fucking fan service but uh you know i it was a decision that somebody made a uh, question for you two so Enaru mentions how like he plans on leaving skypea um where do you think he's going and or why grand line duh i i mean he could he could be Going just going back to the Grand Line with whatever it is he found at Skypea that he wanted. I am still very much convinced that he is from the Blue Sea and that he is not a native Sky Island There's guy. There's some lines in this uh, the dialogue in here where like he's talking about like from like being from this land, like or alluded to it. 
I don't remember the exact uh, dialogue. But also, but I, I my see my counterpoint to that is nobody in the Sky Islands knows what gold is, but he has a very high propensity for it, and he is completely all about it. Yeah, I guess. So I'm I'm even more convinced now that he is from the Blue Sea. This is like the second or third time too. We get Gonfall going like, "The fuck is gold? What are you talking about?" And then <laughs> you know, Eneru goes on about how you know valuable gold is and what it can be done what you can do with it and that there's this entire city of gold that's just here i I still like the idea how we don't even know what x toll is like is it a metal is it a dollar what is it that's true we have not seen (laughs) x toll as a currency yet at all (laughs) so i'm like anything like what is this like fucking like credit cards like where it's just invisible money right (laughs) It's sky, it's sky Bitcoin. Dogecoin. Dogecoin to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else we want to talk about? I feel like we're I do. close there, to wrapping up. The, the Nico Robin fight that we're alluding to where she's getting beaten. Ah, yes. Uh-huh. That, I'm like, that's not right. Well, here's, here's why. And it's exactly as you predicted last episode. Uh, she's getting beat by, by dumb shit. It's not... You predicted that she would get caught off guard by something... And in a sense, that's kind of true, because she didn't expect to be finding all these ruins here. The reason I guess she's getting her ass kicked is because she doesn't want to, I, I don't know, go all out uh, on a guy and potentially ruin more ruins. Because clearly her... Uh, her right, back- also she's handicapped by her surroundings, not yes, by she, her she doesn't, she doesn't want to fling this guy into a wall and destroy like these thousand-year-old uh, you know, artifacts or whatever. And I right. guess her like backbreak move doesn't work on some dude who's 600 pounds. <laughs> so I, too you know... Too much fluff to get through. <laughs> yeah, there's just, there's just too much... There's too much padding there for her. So I, I, I'm sure she'll win this fight somehow. Um... That that's the reason she's getting her ass kicked currently is because she doesn't want to damage her surroundings as much as possible. What well, speaking of like how Nico Robin just got here in the first place, I do want to make fun of the beginning of the first episode that we watched, where they're giving us like the the, the update of like how they the play you know the, the, the characters got to where they are. And it's like and our, like two people went on the boat and then these guys went straight south, straight south, <laughs> straight. So like it, like it, like the narrator himself, yeah and, like they're showing on the animation like <laughs> them like Zoro's going like billions of zigzags like Luffy's like going <laughs> off and fuck knows where Chopper's going really fuck knows where and, like Nico Robin's the only one who goes in a straight line south yeah <laughs> and I'm just like sitting there going like, <laughs> like I put that as a quote for straight dot 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 south dot 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 did nobody but robin <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm starting to understand uh brendan's fascination and appreciation for the narrator now when it, we're gonna make quips like this at the expense of these stupid ass <laughs> characters i'm here for it, buddy count me in narrator coon i'm here for you i understand your pain <laughs> <laughs> so uh i won't confirm or deny robin's uh fight results but in theory if she were to lose to yama how would you feel? Confused. I, yeah, I mean, I, it would be it would be nonsense. Is what it is. <laughs> I don't I don't know how she could lose. Like I could see her tying maybe, but like I, I I don't know how it would physically work. Especially with like like how my predictions were kind of shattered in these last couple episodes of like thinking that you know Sanji was going to do something. Yeah, Sanji immediately <laughs> got murked as soon as I saw Sanji with his like weird like like animation like clearly being like fucked up. I was like, well, that's out the window. 
<laughs> and then seeing Chopper walk up on him, I was like, oh, that's out the window. And then seeing Luffy get eaten by a fucking giant anaconda, I'm like, that's out the window too. All right, well, nothing's going where I thought it was. Of course it wouldn't. Why did I expect any more? <laughs> okay, I, I don't know what your predictions are, but I'll just say, we know Sanji's alive. Is Luffy still alive? Like, well, he's he's talking about no, no, well, no. no he, we were t- the prediction wise, we were talking about who we thought the last five were gonna be. And uh, my, mine right. was Luffy, Anaru, uh, Sanji, uh, no, Zoro, Dog Boy, and like I think Sanji. I, I predicted in there that Sanji was gonna fight uh, the one that Chopper did. Yeah, I I am holding fast to mine almost entirely since we brought it up. I was gonna bring it up later, but since we're here. Uh, I'm holding fast to mine. Uh, I st- I've only changed one thing. Mm-hmm. I took Zoro out. Really? Um, I my list now consists of Eneru, Luffy. I still think Wiper is going to end up being there. I think I I feel like I have more reason for Nami now. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'll get to in a second. Uh, but I I took Zoro out and I swapped Robin in. Wow. Now, oh. Uh, my Robin here is because she is sort of the same way Nami was in the list originally. Although instead of a bystander, she's just straight up not going to be there because she's exploring the ruins. <laughs> that actually, it, yeah, I could see that. Uh, I, you know, I, I might have assumed that she goes down in a fight before, like we mentioned last mm-hmm. episode. But now mm-hmm. that we've gone four episodes and all she's done is like try and explore these ruins. I feel like she'll she'll beat Yama. I one way or another, she'll finish Yama. There's no way she loses him. But then she'll just keep going, like into these ruins, and she'll just like fuck off for the rest of the time, yeah, and she'll she's come back away after from the action. Technically, yeah, she's like nowhere near anybody else. There's really no reason that like the divine guards should even be there. So I, you know, that's whatever, or even be involved in general. The only, yeah, right. I, the only way I think she ends up back in the action is if those those ruins somehow lead like to the golden city. And that's because the Golden City is probably going to be a setting soon where or where we have the final fight. Either way, I'm wondering if the Golden City is actually on top of Jack's giant beanstalk. <laughs> yeah, I did notice that, too, actually. After seeing how there's a sky in this or an island in the sky, I can't really say it's unrealistic. Right. So I'm like, I'm not sure, sure. what what's going. We're going to yeah. be. I don't know if it's going to be Enter's Castle that he hangs out at. I don't know if it's the Golden City. I don't know anything. We got so James like, and Giant Peach will show up at some point too. <laughs> except there'll be pumpkins. <laughs> uh, I I my I have slightly more reasoning for Nami now. Uh, instead of like it. Instead of like, uh, it's it's really like a one-off thing. Instead of her just being there and like witnessing a fight between Eneru and Luffy, mm-hmm. I feel like Nami's newfound confidence is gonna get because she broke out the Klimatokt finally, like I mm-hmm. wanted her to. Um, I thought maybe like she'd get a little, uh, she'd get a little frisky and like try and help <laughs> Luffy with the fight by like changing the weather or something. Right. Oh, like change the lightning patterns and stuff. Yeah, like that. maybe she, maybe she's like, try, maybe she like redirects the lightning Avatar style, like through her chest, except it's through the the Klimatokt. Um <laughs> Or she just like try, you know, maybe Eneru tries to sum, summon a lightning cloud and she goes nah and like twists. You know, flings the Klimatok or something that. and makes a whirlwind. Whatever it is, maybe mm-hmm. she helps that way, or maybe she doesn't help. Maybe she tries to help, and Eneru goes, 
uno reverse cards or something <laughs> but uh yeah no i i think nami i think nami's gonna be there i am i i'm here for it i love hearing about this especially having all this knowledge i have it's very i, I what i what i enjoy and I probably with the other guys really enjoy about it too having you two on the show is we have all this knowledge and we know how things work out up to a certain point in certain ways and then you two just come in with like bonkers ass ideas like fucking snail chat being fucking <laughs> you just come up with the most insane ideas where i'm just here like this makes sense why has no one else thought about this <laughs> they probably have somebody Funny has enough, probably people probably have but like we're we're so far behind that it, it's irrelevant technically and current well what existed before reddit we just had like random web forums we gotta go find those deep in the we archives have to go back <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else we want to talk about? Uh, we uh, we we brought back uh, we brought back the small child whose yes, mantra Isa. is like is is which, is which insanely also does add broken. to my whole theory of how he's not accounting for certain people on the island because when he kept the count for the people of who's fighting, he didn't count for the children. He didn't count for the two uh, uh, Skypeans. Yeah. So I mean, we we've been doing this whole like five survivors at the end of three hours thing and we've we've been hard sticking to that just because enaru has never been proven wrong up to this point with his predictions or whatnot so mm-hmm. um obviously because this is a show and a work of fiction there's always room for like ooh, he didn't account for x y and z and somebody else shows up which would prove to be a good way that like with that like isa or like devin mentioned last time the uh Locky just happens to show up for whatever reason also like that's a good like a sixth person showed up out of nowhere because of this reason like Isis shows up because she's trying to get all of the uh the Shandorians out out of there and to stop fighting is, is what I gathered anyway from her uh like Isis the little girl right yes yes she's the one who keeps complaining about the voices disappearing because everyone's right. not dying they're just like going unconscious she she's she's operating under the assumption very much so that like these people are dying it sounds like i'm pretty sure some of them are i'm sure some of them are but like the but like the no names nobody cares about (laughs) in like the shandorian army and the divine uh guards and whatnot i I Uh, have a feeling that uh the the other chick that took the the dirt bag from her is gonna meet up with nami and the little girl to help protect them yeah i can see it way that nami can handle that boat well, don't you worry. We've got Konis and her father, whatever his name was, <laughs> and the stupid fucking horn and that stupid of horn. The cavalry. Yeah. Actually, speaking of which, um, I don't remember if we like mentioned it with Anaru's mashup, but he uh, he showcases uh, uh, in a few scenes that he has a golden uh, he has a golden rod here too. Uh, mm-hmm. which kind of plays into now that i think about it and we mentioned it how gold is a good conductor of electricity so it would make sense that he just has a golden rod um you know very reminiscent of like a sun wukong even so just adding well, more it, chinese it also in there kind of goes more into the like, like a like a traditional like japanese like a uh, priest staffs like you know like yeah. those ones with like the rings and everything like that mm-hmm. the top. yeah so like that's what that's what it looked like to me. I don't remember if we saw the top of it necessarily. No, but. I, I'm pretty. Sh- I don't think we did, or maybe we did. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's just like a straight up golden rod, um, which would uh, in that situation I think make it more, you know, Jingu Bang ish for mm-hmm. Wukong. But yeah, just adding to like the cultural mishmash that is this Enaru character now. 
you know, maybe it'll be how he fights Luffy because he's not going to use lightning powers. So maybe we'll showcase it even more later. Right. I, I don't know. Like, especially because all my expectations have been subverted this entire, like, the yeah. past four episodes. I'm like, I, I can't really predict what's going to happen because I can't predict a giant snake eating Luffy and then him throwing <laughs> gold away. Right. Instead of just wearing it. Neither of us was very right about the outcome of Luffy versus Wiper's fight. <laughs> right. But it was just one of those things where I was like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this is just one of those classic moments in this show where they have to separate people from killing each other so they don't so they could do the main protagonist fight later yeah they wiper. uh the the the, the, the uh the show threw me a bone was like hey i heard you thought wiper was gonna make it to the end but he's fighting luffy now oh no what are we gonna a giant snake <laughs> <laughs> this fight never happened this fight never happened <laughs> i mean it basically didn't he shot like six bazookas at luffy showcased his giant flamethrower lightsaber thing and then the thing ate him ate luffy and that was it wiper just kind of like all right that happened moving on <laughs> i can't really predict how the later fights like my like i can't predict my next five or the final five because it's like i'm sort of going like so much bizarre shit has happened in these four episodes that i cannot predict who's going to be at the end because you the outcomes is it's so random almost like it's not like 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 classic where it's like oh we're gonna shove these obvious people against these obvious people like there's no way to predict it now it's like it's i'm like i'm 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 intrigued don't get me wrong but i'm like uh what the fuck's happening next i don't know who's gonna be here next (laughs) i like i especially like this little like like five survivors prediction thing that enteru set up for us the, the, these past like two up uh, past two episodes that we've you know done have really made this arc worth it in the sense of like in comparison to what we're, where we were in the beginning like i mentioned last episode it's, like, it's really making up for how slow the beginning was like we're getting some lore dumps we're getting some we're getting some villain dumps we're getting you know what i mean like we're getting exposed to so much all of a sudden while before it was just like here be pots that burn things with snails yeah no, I I feel that I enjoy those like little episodes in the same vein that like Brendan does, where you just have like those little one-off feel-good or whatever episodes. But it definitely feels nice to to really dig into like the meat of what's going on here. Right. In case this helps you build hype for yourself, um, I think in this, uh, I'll say I'll say arc and the the amount of episodes left in the actual Skype arc. Um, there's about like, you know, I'm not going to lie to you, Justin. Mm-hmm. I might've preferred not knowing that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I might've, I might've, I might've gone on a lot better. I, you know, <laughs> if I just, if I just didn't know that knowledge, I'm, I'm really grateful that for like half a second, my brain just zoned out for a second. So I didn't understand or hear any of that. That's, you know, that's fine. That's it's good. like my brain went into automatic shut off mode when I heard. So to give you hype, and I just went power we'll get off. You. Well, yeah, you know, I probably should have done the same because this is why we don't watch trailers anymore for anything because hype is a negative thing. Wow. Um, hype can only ruin things. That's what video games has taught me. Shouting out at you, Cyberpunk, uh, Cyberpunk 20, whatever it is. Stop that. That game will be good in like six months. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Next year, when they release the fucking super duper elite version of it, where it's like we fixed everything. Same way Destiny does it. Just like two years down the road, it's like we made the game good finally. Please play it. Can't wait. 
We'll make it free. God, that game makes me so sad. <laughs> All right, I think we're I think we're finally done with talking points here. Yeah, I think we can move on to the quotes now. Yes. Uh, next week. All right, so 174 to 177. Uh, right, so quotes. Devin, go off. You, you seem really excited. I, I have I, I have like a few written down, like for obviously the, the one where it's like straight south. That was my first <laughs> one that I wrote down. But uh, the next one is uh, uh, da, 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 it comes from Eneru when he's fighting a sunglasses guy. I am God, you know. <clears throat> and I know exactly what you're thinking, warrior. You're wondering why I came down here. Mandra. <laughs> I don't need my mantra to read what's written all over your face. <laughs> that smug line. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like, yes, this is what I need in a villain. Overly pretentious cockiness. Yes. <laughs> There, there's a line uh what was it called uh when uh the, the little girl and them are riding on the boat like towards uh uh god island or whatever it's called mm-hmm. and one of the characters goes you've been shaking for a while on a boat that's fucking vibrating for <laughs> <laughs> like, they're all in screen like vibrating for a second and she goes hey what's wrong you've been shaking for a while it's like you she's, dumb uh, fuck she's just vibrating more violently <laughs> I thought for a second in that moment that like maybe they were gonna make her seasick for some comic relief, and then she's just like she's just like no, I, I hear voices, I, I hear, hear dead, dead people. people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll go next for quotes because I only have one, uh, and I just put it away. I'm an idiot. Uh, my quote was from Zoro right after he uh, beat Brom. Uh, Nothing personal, but I ain't the type of guy who'll die when told to. And I'm just here like, <laughs> why is this guy so cool? <laughs> I don't have too many quotes either. Uh, a few of them have been taken also. We've talked about them. Uh, one of the ones that we haven't done yet is uh, it's in the middle of that uh, Zoro fight with Brom. There's a moment like where an, a, a giant eel comes out the water and mm-hmm. like threatens to eat, or eat Zoro. And for the first time, Zoro uh, actually decides <laughs> to kill a sky being. So he's, he's broken his own... Uh, <laughs> our canon for him that he won't kill the uh, endangered species of skypea um and then he la- and then he lands on it uh so that he has a foothold in the milky river and he go <laughs> he he sits there in the middle of a fight and goes you know i bet this would make good eating <laughs> broiled especially and i'm just sitting here like what you there's a guy right over there with two guns pointed at you. And, and that's then, why he deserves to get shot. Better. And, that, and, that, and, that, and that he says that. He says that when he finally gets behind the tree, he goes, what was I thinking? Admiring this e- this this delicious looking eel in the middle of a fight. I got shot for it. And then, he, you know, then you see that he gets shot. So I was immediately vindicated for my feelings like of like, what are you doing in the middle of a fight? Like, I know this is an anime, but come on. This is how you remove yourself from the top five, Zoro. Guy, guy, pick it up. There's a moment in that fight too with with uh Bram and where like he pulls out his third sword finally puts it in his mouth and then the guy with flashbangs on the end of his guns and like uh shells attached to his feet that uh that spew air and milk out of him goes is he using a third sword? <laughs> like this is unusual. True. I mean, I would be unsettled. I'd be like what the fuck are you doing? The end of 173 uh, features uh, Luffy in the serpent's stomach 
mm-hmm. finding a gold necklace mm-hmm. and going like, we're rich, we're rich. I finally found some gold. I can bring this to Nami and we can we can have money. But I'd really rather have some me right now. And he throw, <laughs> he chucks that shit away. And he's just like, ah, I don't need this. This isn't this isn't uh This uh, isn't me. Miku. <laughs> it's useless. And he just and he just sits there unhappily until and the and it drops. Nami probably rolled in her grave right there. Yeah, <laughs> like... Na, Na, Nami doesn't know why, but she got like a cold like chill up her spine. Yeah. <laughs> so we should probably move on to Golden Ham now, right? I don't know what's next. Uh now I think about it. Who's Golden Ham? That's a great question. I I I really want to give it to Chopper for that that whole I want to raise my flag here bit because okay. like again like he he said it himself. This is his first time like where he's like actually like like I have to fight versus his just like running away, letting Zoro take care of him and stuff like that. I could give it to just about anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't I didn't uh, I like I understand the Chopper uh, angle and I'm willing to go for it. Uh, I just came in here with like no real ideas of like nobody did anything like outstanding. Like there are there are peaks like Chopper or yeah, Chopper. Uh, Anaru had some good moments. Uh, Nami had that weird moment. I wouldn't really want to give her hand for that because that's a little. I'm down for Chopper. My brain was thinking about Anaru, but I was definitely on the same boat as Christian. I'm like real wishy washy. Give it to anybody. I'm down for Chopper. I uh I can get on. Yeah, I can always get on board with uh, on board with uh with Best Boy goodest boy there is golden hands for the good boy chopper he deserves everyone yes uh moving on we have a special event for the month of february uh as hopefully all of us know uh valentine's day is coming up soon are we gonna give a valentine award we're gonna give a miss valentine award this episode and for the rest of february oh okay um i i this is a no-brainer then right Speak. Uh, this this goes this goes to uh Hattori and the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Nope. Nope. That's it. That's that's it right here. Those two need to die. <laughs> I just I I didn't like Sateri like his like his his you know the way he fights is whatever but <laughs> but like his voice and the way he acts and and then there were th- to learn that there's two fucking more of them. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Another unanimous decision. Hattori and Kotori. Miss Valentine Coterie, Award recipients. Rotten hell, Hotary and Coterie. Enjoy the company. You deserve it. With Usopp, <laughs> that guy from the infomercials episode, and whoever else is there besides Miss Valentine herself. <laughs> Last thing we have here is a grab bag. It's a recommendation, and it's for me this time. Wait, damn it, Justin. What do you mean? <laughs> I had a bit for that. Oh, well, uh, yo, Dylan, cut that. All right, go ahead. And uh, All right, so Justin, what I'm going to need you to do is take this knife. All right, take these three knives. All right, I have a board set up over there, all right? Okay. You ready? Whatever ones you hit, you, that's what we're going to do this week, right? So here you go. Well, I have three knives, so I'm just throwing all three of them? Yeah, you gotta, you're you going to miss. I know you. I, that's fair. He, he did miss the dartboard horribly last time, too. <sighs> that's fair. That's fair. All right. All right go. Oh, first one. Up, oh, miss. Called it. Son of a bitch. All right, all right, all right. Maybe, maybe I'll grab at the one end. Kind of like let, let the... The weight yeah, try travel. Walk. Yeah, you get the rotation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't have my glasses on. What's he throwing at God anyway? Damn it. Did you miss again? How'd you fuck it up that time? Listen, you all right. The board with the hilt. I'm not a fucking trained ninja over here. Fling, fucking out here just throwing kunai's and shit. I'm gonna no expertise in this. Okay, you got one more shot. Come on, you got this. Hold on, I just gotta channel my inner Naruto, my ninja way. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, look, you landed on recommendation, Justin. Ah, nice. 
<laughs> you know what? Just that. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it channeling your inner hotary and culture. Stop. <laughs> Not like this. <laughs> My recommendation this week is uh, an anime. It's fairly new. Also got a nice manga reading it. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, if you're a fan of shonen elements like fighting and stuff like that, but also uh, dark, um, supernatural, superstitious kind of vibes in your like, you know, preferred forms of entertainment, I highly recommend this one. It's a shonen, so it does borrow a lot of uh, aspects from basically every shonen. It's kind of how they work. They borrow from each other. But I think this one does a really good job at making itself unique. Really recommend it. If you're reading it, yo, you're in for a wild ride. Is there like a like? Can you give like a brief synopsis of like like who's our main? We got a main guy. We got a main girl. Is it a is it an isekai? <laughs> uh, you follow the story of um a kid, high school kid, uh, who joins a high school for exorcists, um, and you follow his adventures through that. Uh, I don't I don't want to say too much more. Okay, so monsters and demons are a normal thing in this universe yes okay like is it reminiscent of like soul eater kind of thing or is it more so like uh just more so on the demon end of it soul eater felt more comedic and lighthearted. this is like edgy soul eater then yeah sure yeah it's definitely more dark are and more serious are, than are we part. edgier as edgy or not as edgy as tokyo ghoul not as edgy so okay. somewhere between soul eater and tokyo ghoul you have jujitsu kaisen maybe a closer comparison um, would be um, Blue Exorcist, kind of if you can imagine that and make it like darker in both like theme and like even colors. Um, okay, that okay. might be a better visual for you. Get a better understanding without me spoiling plot. So it's like an academy setting kind yes. of thing. Okay, okay, I can get behind that. I've uh, I've heard the name Jujutsu Kaisen thrown out a lot, but I never got around to like looking it up or starting to watch it. So yeah, this is the first I've ever heard of it. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's my recommendation. Cool. Jujutsu Kaisen. All right. Well, that seems to be wrapping it up for us. Uh, so in the meantime, what I want you guys to do for me, I need this from you. I, I don't care how shitty of an animator or drawer you are. I need you to draw me Sky Fiori. All right. <laughs> I want to see that. I want you to post it on our Twitter at Panda Sightings. All right. And again, we also have an Instagram if you wanted to plug it there as well, at Panda Sightings as well. We also have an email, pandas, I think it's pandasightings at gmail.com if you have any questions for us. Feel free to leave us a message. And again, thank you for listening, and tune in next week. Bye-bye. And cut. <laughs> Did you think that you could move faster than lightning? <laughs> Your five minutes are up. One million volt. Body. Wipe out!